Welcome to Wisdom with Trish. I'm Trish. I'm your host. I'm a mom to six kids. I've been married to my sweetheart for 28 years. And I'm a life coach. But most of all, and why we're all here, is I spent 30 years chronic dieting. Yep. Most of my life, I've spent trying to be in a smaller body. And this podcast is about my journey to turning to God and trusting Him to not diet anymore. I found a path of health and a path of loving the space I take up in the world. And I'm here now to help other women do the same. So I'm so glad you're going to join me on the journey. All right, here we go. Before we get started, just a couple of things. Have you joined my Wisdom with Trish private Facebook group? If you have not, you should. We are friends here on the podcast, but we should be friends in real life. So come check it out. All you do is go to Wisdom with Trish Facebook page, and there's a link there to take you to the group. So come join us. Also, have you left me a review? In the world of podcasting, the way that people find podcasts is by reviews. So if you enjoy the podcast, please leave me a review wherever you listen to podcasts. All right, today is episode 37. Changing your life with minimum baselines. All right, here we go. Hello, hello, hello. All right, everybody, I'm recording on my new podcast mic today. Hopefully it's going to sound okay. And, you know, I'm just a person doing something I've never done before and trying to figure things out as I go. So this is one of those things I've had to figure out. So hopefully the podcast always just gets better and I get better at meeting your needs and I get better at all of the tech stuff. (laughs) It's a challenge. But today I'm recording the podcast on November 4th. And as you many of you know, I, I don't know when this podcast will drop and become be live for y'all to listen. But today as I record, you know, it's, you know what November 4th is. It's the day after the, the election and the world feels weird. We don't know who won. Um, we don't know anything yet. And we're just waiting. It looks like it might go one way, but we can't tell for sure. And Oh boy, and maybe when you listen to this, it's all resolved and taken care of and we've moved on. That would be wonderful. But I don't know how that's going to all play out. So yeah, so I stayed up late last night because if you don't know me in my personal life, I actually like politics. My dad really liked it. It's something we had in common. Um, This year is a little more painful because everything's so heightened because of COVID and it's like all of our emotions are just like right at the surface. And so it's been so much more intense. And especially with so many different topics that are the hot topics, it's just kind of been crazy. So I still like it though. So <laughs> I drive my kids a little bit batty about it. They don't want me to talk about it anymore. My oldest kids vote opposite than me. So we have that dynamic in our family. So anyway, it's just... I enjoy it all. And so I stayed up really late last night and when nothing was going to happen about one o'clock, I went to bed. And then this morning I woke up and, um, my husband and I immediately turned the TV on and nothing had really changed. And, 
And I just then, we got up and we had our family prayer and scripture time together as a family. And then I went right back to bed, which that's something I don't really do. I'm not against it, but if I'm going to like decide not to do anything for the day, I'll lay on my couch. But I actually went right back to my bed because that's where our TV is. And I am just watching and I'm just there like for two hours. And then finally my husband walked in and just like turned it off. And he said, I'm going to do something nice for you. And he turned the TV off and it was amazing. I like got up, I made my bed, I like took my dog for a walk and I'm feeling so much better. And I feel like I'm actually in the right mind space that I can record a podcast. So anyways, you're probably all thinking back at that day too. And maybe you felt the same and maybe you're just hoping it's just over really soon. And that's all good too. So something I want to talk about today on the podcast, the topic today is giving yourself a minimum baseline and actually minimum baselines in your life. And this is a concept that I teach my clients. So when you work with me one-on-one, um, what I do is I, you come to me and you think, oh, Trish, you're just going to help me be perfect and I'm going to get so good at this. And that's true, but usually there's a reason why we're not doing things and just being more accountable to someone isn't always like the secret sauce, right? Like usually it's my job as your coach is I pull the layers back and we figure out why are you stuck? Why can't you do what you say you want to do? And we figure that out. And I do that. I feel like, you know, what I call my secret sauce or my special, my little bit of magic I can offer people is in the realm of Usually it's because how you feel about yourself. And if we can fix how you feel about yourself, you can take better care of yourself. But sometimes I do that for people who that's not their concern and they just want to do better in their relationships or better with their relationships with their kids or with their husband or with their money or does that make sense? So this, this, what I'm going to teach you today is something that you can use in all areas of your life when you're trying to level up and do something a little better. So we all have minimum baselines in our lives. We all have that. So like you have a minimum baseline when it comes to brushing your teeth. Either you're a person that's like never brushes their teeth and you don't care. I don't know if there's a lot of us like that, but maybe that's you or maybe you only brush your teeth in the morning and you don't really think about it at night, or maybe you're like a two, two, you always brush your, try your teeth right before bed, right? You know, anyway, you see what I'm saying? You know, you have this minimum baseline about how you care for your teeth, right? So that's your minimum baseline. I always brush my teeth twice a day, minimum baseline. Or maybe you have a minimum baseline when it comes to how often you shower. Like maybe you're like, oh, I shower every day or oh, I'm an every other day or, or, you know, I have found now that I don't eat animals that my body can go a little longer sometimes. And so I try to put off washing my hair a little longer or, um, if I'm not stinky, you know, like my baseline's changed a little bit. Like I can go two days for sure. Does that make sense? So that's just your minimum baseline of, and what my minimum baseline might be gross to you and you have a different minimum baseline, right? So we have these minimum baselines. Our family has a minimum baseline about how we, we, we as a family, it matters to us that we read the scriptures as a family every day. And our minimum baseline over the years has grown to, we read a chapter in the scriptures every day. That's the minimum baseline. Now, in another family, that might not even be like 
okay because in that family, their minimum baseline is, oh, we read a chapter and then we discuss it. Or we read three verses and we discuss it. And the discussion is really important part of their minimum baseline. Our family, that doesn't work for us. Sometimes we read a chapter and something will come up and a lot of times it doesn't. And then we discuss more during our Sunday family church time that we have. We call it, it's called Come Follow Me. And when, during our Come Follow Me time, we will have better discussions there. But there's not a lot of discussion happening during the week. And that used to bother me. And But really when I decided, well, we're minimum baseline. We're doing this every day and that has to be good enough. God knows our efforts. And because we do that and I don't set higher limits on myself than that, then we are a family that reads the scriptures every day. That's what happens. But let's say you're a family that doesn't read scriptures every day. You would want to start out with a minimum baseline of deciding how much you wanted to. And that's what we're going to talk about is how do you set a baseline for something of, to do something that you have not done before? How do, you de- how do you decide what that looks like? Because our brains like to tell us that setting goals should look like a very specific timeline and it should we think our brains think that giving us really big goals is like the best idea like that's how the big results are going to come if you have big goals and what we're learning here on the podcast right is that's not how big things are attained big goals are attained by creating small habits so we as plant-based eaters or if you are wanting to be a plant-based eater we have to do things by deciding what our minimum baselines are and then making those minimum baselines so doable that you would just never not do it. So, you know, like if I was a family that wasn't ever reading our scriptures, my brain would offer up, oh, we should read our scriptures and do a chapter every day, just like Trisha's family, right? But that's not where you start. Remember, we've been doing this for years and years and years with our kids and that's the level that we're at now that our kids can handle. I have older kids, they can handle that. When our kids were little, our minimum baseline sometimes was we read one verse. That was it. And that was enough. That's what we could do. So if, I, if that's something you wanted to do, then you say, this is what we're going to do. We're going to do one verse a day. And if that is too much, then you got to roll it back even more and say, Are we even having family prayers of family? Okay, we're not. Well, let's start there. (laughs) And let's make sure we're doing it three days a week, right? It's got to be something that is so doable that your brain is almost going to offer up to you. Well, that won't matter. So let's do a scenario of that. Let's say you're wanting to exercise and you want to, and you're a person that never exercises. Or maybe you have gotten out of the habit. That's something you did years ago and you haven't been doing that. And you want to exercise, What I would suggest for you to do is set a very attainable, minimal baseline. Almost ridiculous. So minimal that, or minimum, that your brain really is going to be like, oh, that's, why would we even do that? So that would be three days a week. I'm going to put my sneakers on and I'm going to walk for five minutes. And you know yourself and you know if you can do a little more than that. But let's just start with that. Because what happens and what I want you to be doing, it's not the act of you putting your shoes on 
and working out for five minutes, that's not what necessarily is going to give you your goal result, right? But what that does is I want your brain to start associating that we are people, we are like yourself is a person that I work out three times a week. That's the goal. If your brain can, can, can believe it and that it can do it, then you're going to start doing it. And yeah, it will offer up it's not enough. But you can shush it and say, I know it feels like this isn't going to do anything, but we are going to, we're going to start connecting the dots in our brain that we are someone that works out three times a week. And that's how you create a habit. You start very small and you do it and, and you just stick at it, stick with it, stick with it, stick with it. And so even when it's tiny, 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 because if it doesn't, if your brain doesn't believe that that is who you are, you're not going to stick with it. And then our brains like to offer up, oh, we should have this huge goal. I need to be walking. I follow this one account and she's like, her goal is like 51 miles in October. And I saw that and I was like, either she's been building her minimum baseline for a long time or <clears throat> she's going to rubber band, right? <laughs> I just thought that was like, wow. I don't know that I can do a 5K a day kind of thing. That just That's amazing. But what happens is we set these big goals and then we do, you know, our brain can handle that for like three days and then it snaps back and we don't do it anymore. Well, that is not going to get to your result either. The lack of that, of whatever it is, is not getting you there. So we've got to, um, I maybe I don't know if I've said this on the podcast before, but we really have to sneak up on our brain. We have to not freak it out. We have to not make it think there's danger. And you do that through doing small, minim, minimum baselines. <laughs> That's a lot of M's. So let's talk about this in eating. My example for you is I've told you how I am the all-in personality. I'm like 100%. So when I went plant-based, I did it very quickly. I cleaned out my house and you know, that's just how I did it. But I've had to kind of step back a little bit. And what I started with wasn't really um, something that I could do for the rest of my life because of the way I did it. My brain was freaking out. And my brain could handle it because my brain's like, oh, she does this stuff. <laughs> this is what we do. <laughs> so it wasn't super freaked out, but it was freaked out enough that um, my behavior made it so that it didn't want to stay there. Like, like my desire couldn't stay at that level because it just wasn't sustainable in the way that I did it. So let me give you an example. So my minimum baseline is absolutely, I don't, I just don't eat meat and that might not be yours, but I have that baseline. I feel like that's a, almost a covenant I've made with God. <laughs> that might be just too strong a word, but that, that is really something I feel like God knows that I know that he knows that he has told this to me and that I know that that's not what's best for my body, right? So that's like a minimum baseline. I really just don't eat meat. Now, the first year I went plant-based, my dad passed away. I remember eating ham at the, um, I hadn't had meat for months and months. And then I had ham at the funeral. And then the following Christmas, I had a Christmas dinner with my family 
and we had ham again. I don't know why ham is like, that's not even like my favorite meat, but anyways, I've had that. And now I feel like even if like I serve that to my family, I wouldn't really want to eat it. Like I've moved past that. Like I just don't want that anymore. And so, so my minimum baseline, and when I talk about my minimum baselines, I'm not talking about this should be yours. Not at all. I just have to be able to explain it to you how it's worked for me. So my minimum baseline, I don't eat meat. Now, I started out with my minimum baseline with dairy that I never ate dairy ever. But that's changed a little bit. I was finding it very hard for me to find a salad dressing that I really liked. And I found our family, we didn't basically eat salads for a year. And it's fine. You can just not eat salad. But we all really missed it. And then um, when I'm noticing that none of us are eating salad, I had gone to my daughter's house and she um, bought a very specific salad dressing and it's a yogurt based dressing and it's and there's they have a ranch and it's very low in fat and I remember fat matters for me because I'm dealing with insulin resistance so that mattered so it was like this ranch that it's very hard to find a ranch in the store that's like not tons of fat right so I watched my kids all eat salad at my daughter's house and I was like oh I think I'm going to buy that salad dressing. I think it's a better, a little bit better version. And I know that there's cashew options and all of that, but remember that is all very still high in fat. And I just had really struggled with finding a plant-based salad dressing I enjoy. I still struggle with it. If you are in Wisdom with Trish in the Facebook group and you have a fantastic salad dressing that you just love, please go post it in there because it's really my challenge. Because I would actually prefer not to eat this dairy dressing that I buy, but I feel like it's a pretty good alternative. So I buy that. The other thing I buy in that is in our house is I noticed my kids when I'd make chilies and things, they just were sad to not have sour cream. So I actually buy, I don't buy sour cream, but I buy um, plain yogurt. And some of you who are super plant-based are cringing right now. That's okay. Our minimum baselines are, can be a little different. Um, so I found that if I buy plain, unflavored, non-fat yogurt, that that is a really good substitute for, um, my kids. My kids are happy to have that. And, and I buy that, the big jug and man, that big jug lasts two months in our fridge. And then I end up having to throw like the bottom away. Like we never even finished it because we're not having it all the time, but I can make things and my kids can add that and they're all just so much more happy. And I just, I'm okay with that. The other thing is we have pizza once a month in our house and my husband and I don't have cheese, but my kids, I buy cheese for just that one occasion and they put cheese on their pizza. And that's not where we started. But see, I started with a too high minimum baseline. We might get to a point where those three things will go completely away, but we are we have improved so much my kids I used to buy cheese sticks and I mean I would buy those huge bags of that the big big bags of cheese at Costco and Sam's I would buy one of each so I'd buy the mozzarella and then I'd buy the the blend and we would eat that in a month like we were like cranking through the cheese I would buy gallons of milk and put them in my freezer like and then Instead of having to run to the store, my kids would just get out of milk and thaw it out, and then we would have milk. So we were drinking all the milk, eating all the cheese, and now my kids eat cheese once a month, 
and we have a little tiny bit of yogurt, basically. I feel so great about that. And I'm trying to remember the doctor's name. He's the guy that kind of always looks like he has a perm. I can't remember what his name is now, but he actually talks about having a very small amount of low fat dairy is okay. And I just have to go with that. I don't, we don't want a lot of dairy. Dairy's not good for us, but that's right now how I keep everybody pretty happy and makes our life a little easier. So that's my dairy minimum baseline. That's what it is. (laughs) And it might level up. We might, I might get a fantastic salad dressing that one of you send me or that you send me the, the recipe and then I change. I have a friend, a, an Instagram friend, I've never met her, but she actually sent me a little pack in the mail of a perfect seasoning blend. Karen, if you're out there, you're the best for me to try because I, she knows that I just really struggle with the, with the salad dressings. And so I have not got to make that yet, but you know, her base is cashews. And so even then I'm, you know, her and I have been going back and forth with what is a different base I could use that's not cashews. And it just is my challenge. So I have a minimum baseline though that I feel good about. So oil, what's my minimum baseline about oil? For me, I don't buy oil. I don't buy things that have oil. We do not have oil in our house. I don't buy um, processed foods. Um, the only the processed food that's in our house is I buy my kids Life cereal and Honey Bunches of Oats, and that probably has a little oil in it. And so there's that super simple cereals, and then. Um, sometimes my kids, I'll buy them the Aldi pretzels cause they're so cheap. They're like 67 cents a bag, <laughs> but that's about it. And so my kids don't go crazy on those things cause that's just all we ever have. And so, yeah, but I just really oil, I keep out of our lives, but I will go to a restaurant with a friend and I'm not going to stress if they happen to put a little oil in something. I always know because once you stop eating oil and then you eat it, it oftentimes makes you sick. Like I've said in the, before, I get car sick feeling. But I'm not going to stop going to lunch with my friends. Like they're so great. They always let me pick the place and I pretty much know what I'm getting when I go. But, you know, I'm not ever going to probably be Chef AJ that lives in perfection. I'm just not going to be that. And I don't know that when God shows us the word of wisdom that he's like, this should be like the most important thing in your life and this should take all your thoughts and you should never think about anything else. And, you know, I don't think he wants that. I think he wants you to have a healthy body so that you have thoughts and, um, and energy for other things. So you've got to find what can I do that I can do forever, right? And I didn't do that in the beginning. I went way too fa- fast in the beginning and did too much. And then I've had to kind of come back a little bit and say, but what's doable for me and do a full. And cause the first year I really didn't ever go out to eat. I just really thought I had to be perfect at this. And, and that was sad. That was really sad for me. I think of that now and I'm going to go out a little bit and, and you know, I might never be or look like some of the other people who eat a plant-based diet because I have to do what works for me, but I'm really healthy for me. And that's what you have to decide. What is healthy for you? What is long-term sustainable for you? If you are like, you know, knuckle gripping this and you hardly can manage your life and you are stressed about it every day, that's not healthy either. 
health comes without stress. Like stress can't be part of the equation. Now you can be uncomfortable. That's going to happen as you make changes. Being a little uncomfortable is actually a sign of I'm doing the right thing and I'm moving in the right direction. So I don't want you to make think that this is always a comfortable process, but it should be a doable process that you can see yourself doing for a long period of time. So when we start out making our minimum baselines, what you have to do is you have to think, what can I do that's so doable? So let's say you're a person that listens to the podcast and you think you're not really someone who's ever ate whole food plant-based, but it's you're, you're hearing me and you're thinking, I think I do want to try this. The best way for you to do that is to decide a new minimum baseline. And that could be, I'm going to eat three whole food plant-based meals or three breakfast meals in a week. That's very doable. You can do that. Now, if that feels not doable, listen to that, you know, when you have that instinct. So then you got to, you know, pull it back even further. And maybe you you need to start with, I'm going to start having one meatless meal a week. I'm going to find a recipe and serve my family a, one meatless meal a week. And then when that becomes very doable and you're doing that and you feel good about that and it's maybe it's been a little bit, then you're like, I'm going to increase to two meals a week. Now, the only time that I don't do this with my clients, set their minimum baselines and everybody that comes with me, their minimum baselines are all different. It's all different. And then sometimes they think that they have a minimum baseline. And then when I peel back the layers, we figure out, well, that's what your brain says should, should be, but this is where you really are. And we kind of adjust. But what is really important is the sustainability. So if you can sustain doing one meal a week with your family, that's where we start. And then if we go to two meals and you, and you can increase that. But it's all about being doable. And what happens? You start eating one plant-based meal a week. And what does your brain start associating look, we eat plant-based. And then your brain wants more of that. Like, I really like, I'm a person that likes to eat plant-based, right? And then you want more of that, more of that. And what I was going to say earlier is what I don't do with my clients is um, this doesn't always work. Well, we don't even want to do this to the, at this, how slow this is if you are dealing with a chronic illness, so if you, we have, you have really high blood pressure, you have really high cholesterol, and you're working with doctors and you're, they're like, I will, we really want you to have you on this medicine and you're trying to come off that medicine, then coaching for you is going to look a little different because you are trying to make a big swing and a big switch so that things drastically change quickly. And it's interesting to me that those that, that work with me that feel like that it's very different for them because their why is so big. And so even when a, someone else comes to me that's not do, working with, um, you know, having to save their life and they're doing it something different, like, I don't know, maybe if you just really have a fitness goal in mind or you want to be a certain size, and if that why is clear and they have a good connection with themselves, they can set bigger goals and they can manage that. But I find that that's more rare. Most of us just have normal human brains that 
really, you have to creep up on them. <laughs> so we don't panic our brain. We don't make it think that there's danger. Because your brain will think there's danger when we make changes. It's like, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> That's what our brain does. We are not doing this. This is, and then it offers you lots of, this is too hard. This is, um, it's better the way we were doing things before, right? So let me tell you a little secret when it comes to um, making a minimum baseline. Because like I said, you're going to think, oh, well, what does this even matter? It's not even going to make a difference. It's not, you know, it's not going to get me closer. It's you connecting yourself to that habit. That's the key. And this little secret I want to tell you is the most successful people who are doing things in their areas of life that are the most, you know, they're getting success, that happens because they're doing a habit and they're being consistent 80% of the time. And this is all across the board. We think that big changes happen and things like all of the goals are met because you had to go 100%. That's not really the law that is true. It's just not. Successful people are being successful because they're functioning at the 80% level. And if you think about that, that's just so true. Like, I probably perfectly keep the Sabbath day holy like 80% of the time. But in my mind, I keep the Sabbath day holy. I'm probably a really awesome mom and do the right things with my kids probably 80% of the time. And I feel like I'm raising really awesome kids. And I feel like I'm doing a good job and that I'm a good mom. But it's, I'm not 100%, right? And, you know, I think that I eat really healthy and I don't eat healthy 100% of the time. And my goal is that, but I, I, I tend to come up short. And I'm saying perfectly whole food, plant-based, you know. <laughs> I'm probably more like 80%, honestly, if I'm just only talking about eating whole foods because I do eat some breads, I do eat some pasta, I do eat some tortillas, right? But, I, that, but that's what's sustainable for me. When I very first went plant-based, we only ate bread once a week. And that's kind of always like my goal in my head. But I'm raising a family. And a lot of the meals I make have more processed grains. And I've kind of had to just decide I'm okay with that. And really, that happened during COVID. I just kind of had to let that rule go. And we did more baking and things like that as we were home all the time. And that worked for me. And that's what's sustainable. That's what you have to decide. What is sustainable? And then what can I do? What minimum baseline can I make for myself this week to get me where I want to go? That's, that's where you, that, that's the, that's the secret, you guys. That's the secret is that functioning people reach goals if they're in that 80% realm. And so we've got to, we've got to get there and shooting for a hundred percent honestly gets you probably at 80, but you can't do that when you're first starting a new habit. It's just, it's too much for your brain. So start deciding what minimum baselines you want to have. You know, like if you want to start exercising, decide what that minimum baseline is. If you want to start eating plants, minimum baseline. Maybe you want to up-level where you are eating plants. You've just got to take one little more step and what that is. Like, what is that for you? Like, decide what that, like, don't take four steps. 
ahead and make that goal, just do the next one and make that your new minimum baseline and you don't go below it. That's just, that's the line. I don't eat meat. That's my line. Like you can decide what your line is. I always eat three plant-based breakfasts a week. That's your line. Just draw the line. And then that's where you stick. And then we're going to keep growing and we're going to keep having goals and we're going to keep striving and we're going to get to that 80% of whatever that is, but we don't start there. But when we, when we arrive, we've got to know that the arrival isn't always 100%. The arrival is like, you want to be in that 80 to 100% realm. <laughs> you got to give yourself some grace. And then that's where you can stick to it and do it for the rest of your life. And that's when the true health shows up. So, all right, get after your minimum baselines, everyone. Now, if you need help in this area, message me. Of course, many of you know that your first call with me is always free. And I would just love to help you. If you've never been coached before, all coaching is is an opportunity for you to get help one-on-one with me. That's what coaching is. And then I just coach. I'm like, think of a coach like on a soccer field. I just help you see your blind spots that you can't see yourself. And then it gets you unstuck and it moves you forward. So reach out to me. I would love to hear you. And of course, be friends in real life. So, okay, everyone. Have a great day. Have a great day. Have a great day. We'll see you next time. A few things before you go. If you have found that you need help on your journey of taking amazing care of yourself and loving the space you take up in the world, please, I would love for you to come join us in my monthly membership coaching program called Breathe. Breathe is a place where like-minded women come together and help one another. I help you by coaching you And then I record that and then other women will watch while you are helped. And then you watch other women when they're helped. And it's this community where women are helping women and it's so beautiful. There's a lot of other perks when you're a Breathe member. So you receive coaching, you get to watch other women be coached, and then you also get to have access to any course that I provide. So right now, there's two courses in the membership. One is how to eat plant-based in 30 days without dieting. So if you're at the very beginning of your journey, that will help you so much. Now, if you're a little bit further along in your journey, you will probably love my course that is on self-care. And it's a self-care course that you take over six weeks And it's a way for you to come home to yourself and start figuring out what does love feel like for you. And this is a course that I usually offer just to a group coaching program, but now it's also offered in Breathe. Something else you'll have is you'll have this community of support. There'll be a private Facebook group that you can check in with. And remember, you're going to be seeing these other women be coached. So you will get to be honestly their best friends. It will be a wonderful community. And you know, sometimes when we eat plant-based and we try to leave diet culture, 
it's a little bit lonely. So that will be a wonderful support for you. The last thing, I provide weekly meal plans. I'm trying to think of everything I can to make this process of you loving you and you loving the space you take up in the world and you taking amazing care of yourself to have all the tools for that. And one tool to simplify your life is a weekly meal plan with a grocery list. And that will also be available in Breathe. And all of that will be available on an easy app so that you can access it on your phone and you can, um, it can be very user-friendly for you. So come join me in Breathe. You remember, nothing in your life has to change for everything to change. And that's the work we do in Breathe. Have you come up for air? Have you needed help to keep breathing? I got you. Come join us and breathe. Have you downloaded my free commitment planner? Okay, if you haven't, you totally need to. It's such an easy way for you to make and keep commitments to yourself and honor those commitments. Go to my Instagram account and in the links in bio, there is an option there to download that for free. Totally go get that. Make sure that you subscribe to the podcast. If you're feeling like you're missing episodes, it's probably because you're not subscribed. So whatever, wherever you listen, you just subscribe and then they will make sure that you don't miss an episode. Also, are you part of my free Facebook group? If you're not, you should be. Come on over, share recipes with us. And it's just a really diet culture free place to um, enjoy being online. And last of all, have you left me a review? Reviews is, are really important because that's how other people find the podcast is through a review. So how, wherever you listen, go ahead and leave me a review there so other people can get the help that they need through the podcast. All right, y'all are the best. Have the best day. See you next time.